as the world outside seems to be getting darker, colder and more oppressive with each day. It is more important than ever to connect to the truth of who you are, the light within, so that you can shine that through you, from you, out to those around you. Midday mindfulness is being created specifically to deliver you all the information that you will ever require in order to inspire and empower yourself to become the source of your own inspiration and with it your own liberation. In this weekly podcast, Kane Stromberg and all of his amazing guests bring to you the very secrets to reality, how to go about actually becoming an energy master and with it mastering life itself. Consciousness expansion is the name of my game and so you will know my name is Kane. Welcome to Midday Mindfulness. In this weekly podcast, we share with you the very secrets to reality and how to go about actually creating the life of your dreams in all ways. Only through the upliftment and liberation of yourself can you then deliver this information to everybody else so that together, now, we can create a world of true equality. For all. I welcome you to the family, to the tribe, to the club and look forward to connecting with you on a deeper level very soon. Greetings, infinite blessings and welcome to another episode of Midday Mindfulness. My name is Kane Stromberg, the Cosmic Surfer and it is my honour and privilege to bring to you in these beautiful radio shows which we are now also releasing as a podcast and online on YouTube as a video series. All of the information and knowledge that I have collected throughout my experiences through life as well as that gifted to me by source as we are only ever able to achieve that which we believe possible that which we have the information and knowledge to be able to then go forth and create and achieve, as in truth it is all a creation. Last week, if you did not listen to it, we spoke about energetic connections, energetic exchanges, in particular in relationships and narcissistic qualities and tendencies of people. The fact that there are only ever two types of people, taps and drains, and if you are being drained by another, it is up to you to cut that energetic attachment to them and to create boundaries to ensure that you remain safe in your ability to express that truth that you are, that we all are at our core. And those of you that have been with me for a while, or have you have not, and this is actually the first time that you are listening, then welcome. Welcome to the family, welcome to the tribe, sending you infinite blessings. And now and forever, we are in this together. United we stand and together we rise. And that is what I stand for. That is the reason I do everything I do, is the empowerment of you to create the liberation of self so that we can create together a world of true equality for all. And it is love that is always the answer. Love that is the key, a key that will unlock that door deep within and set not only you, but the whole world free. 
always love. No matter what the question is, the answer is love. I am a spiritual teacher, a soul coach, and an inner completion master. In truth, what I teach is love. It's self-love, and then through that, the love for another. It all starts with acknowledgement. Acknowledgement of self, acknowledgement of wounds, acknowledgement of that inner child, that part of yourself that is lost or fragmented, hidden in the dark, that part of yourself which is traumatized and just desires and requires attention, appreciation and love. Once you acknowledge it and accept it, you can then claim authority over it, knowing that actually the events of past didn't happen to you. To start with, you can say they happened for you to bring your learnings and your growth until you get to the point where you can say, I create my, my life. I create it, everything in it. I created the past, the present and the future. Because once again, it all exists in the mind. The past is your memory of it. The present moment, the gift of now, is your interpretation of it. And the future is your forward projection of it. It's all taking place within your mind. It's all your perception of the same aspect of reality. Information vibrating at different frequencies that is reality that is all that it is and it's your perception of it which then dictates your enjoyment or frustration at this beautiful experience that we call life so in a moment i'm going to bring on this week's guest and i'm very very excited to have her join us because she is the embodiment of the divine feminine and love in itself in completion. She has written a book about the marriage between science and spirituality and that concept that we refer to as love. And love is separate and different to any other emotion or feeling. An emotion is just energy in motion. Energy that is moving, energy that is flowing, energy that is being experienced. So once again, that means that you are energy and motion yourself. Everything is energy vibrating at different frequencies. You are energy and motion. You are the universe experiencing itself. God experiencing thyself. And once again, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. So with all that said, if you have not listen to this podcast, this radio show, or if you are watching on YouTube, this video before, then that introduction is a little snippet into the depths that we dive into. A sneak peek behind the curtain to realize that you are not the player of the game, nor even the person playing the game. You are the creator of the game, the person playing it, and everything else in completion. And at the same time, you are nothing at all. So give me a moment and I will bring on Susan, this week's fabulous guest. It is my absolute honor and privilege to introduce this week's guest, Susan J. Witt, who is the author of Energy of Love, a book which brings together scientific and spiritual learnings, information and knowledge to align us back to the truth of who we are, which is love. Susan, 
Welcome. Hi, Kane. Thank you for asking me to be on your show. And I'm so grateful that I'm here and blessed. Thank you so much. No, thank you for thank you for joining us. It is it's as I said before, it is you who's doing myself the favor and the honor of actually being on the show. And I'm I'm truly honored to have you with us. Thank you. So as we were discussing a little while ago, you're currently in the process of actually writing your second book, which takes love away from a scientific perspective a little more and places it back on the ground in a easy to understand and use concept to give people almost a, a new place to go and seek wisdom within a written context so that they can use that information in their life as a step-by-step -step process but also one that they can fully adopt and embody Yes. So yeah, my first book is a more of a, it's a how-to program to self-empowerment and self-love. And it's based on scientific studies, several but scientific studies, um, and linked to spiritual concepts of um, love. And I specifically show you how the science is now proving that we have a creator of pure love. And um, um, so the, my first book, Energy of Love, is a very detailed how-to program. And um, while after I wrote the book, um, I was being strongly guided in another way um, to help people who are already on their way of self-mastery, have already um, cultivated self-love into their life, and are looking to expand that even further and so what kept coming to me for the last two years I've taken notes on this is unconditional love. And so I write and um, write notes and take notes about this and, and see what information was out there on it. And really, it, it was all information that was just given to me. I feel like um, I've really been uh, guided to strongly write about unconditional love and true alignment with God. Beautiful. And unconditional love is the aspect of love that has no, no limitations to it. There is no requirement set upon it. You love somebody because you love them and you love them no matter what they do, who they are, who they project themselves to be and what they do to you. It's the love that if a person listening doesn't or hasn't heard of the term before it's the love that a mother has for her children a father has for his children a love that you have for your parents although i would suggest it is more closely linked into that protective and that unconditional aspect that you would feel with a child as opposed to anybody else around you it is a love which transcends all limitations all barriers all anything any sorts of barriers or blockages unconditional love will take you to the other end of the universe if required in order to be there for that person in whatever way you are able even if it was just to show them you were there doesn't mean you have to do anything it's just it's the most beautiful feeling and yeah there's how was it that you discovered the the unconditional love within yourself to then be able to start to experience it and express it to others around you. Well, 
I think that um, the unconditional love that is at God's level is something that is just given to us in fragments during meditation, for example. Yeah. When you feel that true oneness, that true peace, when you finally get there, and then the ego comes in to try to analyze it, and it's gone, poof, gone. Oh, I know I was there. I felt it. And then you can't get back to it. It's very hard. And um, this is the extreme I'm talking about. This is the love that is true peace and harmony within. Where we feel like we are really truly in alignment with God at that oneness level. Yes. We have, I think if you're an a avid meditator, you meditate every day that you can honestly say that you've been there before. A lot of people have experienced it. But the minute the ego steps in to analyze, oh, what did I just feel? Oh, that was awesome and great. You lose it because now you're analyzing it. And there is no human context that we could actually play. We've, we've put the wordings unconditional love upon it. But in right. truth, there is a lot of experiences that we are able to experience, that we're able to perceive, that are outside of our ability to put into words. Unconditional exactly. love falls short of, of the feeling state. And I remember the first time I experienced it with a connection to, I would suggest, an angelic being, a being of, of light. And it was... I, there is no words. The only, thing, the only thing I can put into words is that it was a deeper, more pure, more expansive love than I have for my children. And that is the depth that it went to. And for a period of time, I just floated around. And if somebody was negative or angry in any way, it was almost as though they were just being shown to me to go, have extra love. You, you require more love. The fact that you are angry and you are trying to project it outwards shows to me that you're in pain. So I send you even more love. And it was, I, I, I haven't been to that place again since because I tried so desperately to get back to that place that yes. every time I was trying, I was actually taking myself further away through the, the door of attraction, that which we want, we are actually in lack of, otherwise we wouldn't want exactly. it. So yes. I was, I created that barrier <laughs> and I've, since I haven't actually ventured back to try to discover it, I've just existed in that natural state of, I guess, unconditional love, but not at the level that it is possible to experience in that deep trance-like meditation. But in that context, are we able to exist in the astral plane, let's say, connected to the not just the understanding or the concept or the thought-based principle theory, but the actual knowledge that we are everything, that we are connected to God, that God is always with us, within us, and able to, to flow that information from source through us. Right. My, my experience was during meditation, I'll never forget it, that um, I... Um, felt like I had somebody wrap their arms around me and they took me way up high. I could start to see the earth below me 
And before I knew it, I was way in space, but I, I felt arms around me, like I was being carried up there. And I was just sitting up in space, looking down and looking around. And I truly felt this warmth and this peace and the, the, the feeling of that oneness. And then as, as soon as I realized what was happening, I wanted to like ob observe it more. And of course, by observing it you're, and, and trying to analyze what, what was happening, it, it, it left. You're separating from it. Once you become the observer, you're separating from the experience. You're no longer the experience itself. And that is returning back right. to the separation, the ego. So it's to yes. be able to be part of the experience, knowing you are the experience, the observer of it, but not actually separate to it. Um, beautiful. beautiful. And so my, my book, though, that I'm going to talk about isn't it's not about trying to maintain that because as we are, as long as we are in the three, in a three, 3d, 4d, you know, uh, incarnated into a human, you know, the human body and we have the ego, it's not realistic to believe that we can totally live in that feeling of, of pure unconditional love. But there are many ways that, and I'm hoping to, um, to tell you about that in my book, that we can um, cultivate a higher level of love than just self-love. Of course, it starts with self-love. Yes. You have to master, you have to have what you, what, you know, the love within to be even go higher, right? Um, but, but to think of unconditional love in our day-to-day -day lives and relationships especially, like it's easy, like you said, to think of unconditional love, a person to a child, a mother to a child, or a father to a child. But let's think about that at the next level of your um, spouse or your significant other. And all of a sudden, we wrap it around conditions, mm -hmm. and it's extremely difficult. So that a lot of that is what I'm going to talk about in my book: is how can we live a life in alignment with God, with our true unconditional self, uh, of, the, of the real truth within us, which, you know, it, it comes from God, in alignment with God, right? It's very thought-provoking. I have made several notes over the last few years. I get, I get um, these, I don't know if you call it guidance or downloads, um, but I, I quick make notes. And um, detachment is another big thing. Hundred mm percent. -hmm. Um, my list is pretty long, and uh, I'm very excited about getting started with this book. I have actually started writing it, so. I know. I'm excited to to see it when it's complete. And I I would suggest there is downloads as a term that is widely used these days uh, linking into potentially the matrix and the holographic universe principle but there is channeling because that is all we truly are as a channel and that unconditional love that we are able to experience within ourselves and reflect upon another and experience within them it's not separate to us it's not actually us it's something we channel through us as you say it's the love of god the love of our creator and that channels and flows through us, out from us. 
just as the information to write your book, just as the information to create the videos in the context that I do, just as all people throughout history that have been honest with themselves admit to the fact that the information that they use to create their masterpieces, their inventions, they don't come from within them. They come from outside them. And they are fortunate enough to be able to channel that information through them to then use to the benefit of the, not only themselves, but everybody else. And it's the unconditional love that is outside of any form of manipulation, any form of control, any form of attachment, any form of separation at the same time. It's to say, I love you no matter what, no matter what you do. And I seek that myself throughout life. I never felt it externally from anybody else and as a as a human there's the fundamental driving force to a lot of what we do to feel appreciated accepted understood to eventually foundationally feel loved it's all to do with wanting to feel loved and i had various conditions set upon feelings and receivings of love in the past and i didn't keep to those conditions. So I then no longer received the love. And that was a very big learning for myself because it wasn't unconditional. And unless there is an unconditional love within the self, then we'll never be able to experience it from another. Because as you said, it all starts with you. And for myself, it was acceptance, first of all. I had to fully accept myself, every part of myself, the good, the bad, and the ugly, to then be able to utilize and use all those parts to incorporate them all into the whole, to use them all towards the same focus, the same path, as opposed to one part of me trying to pull me to the left, one part trying to pull me to the right, part of me trying to live in the past still, part of me is trying to be a successful creator, part of me wants to be a victim, et cetera, et cetera. Not until we incorporate all of those parts through the acceptance of what has taken place, we can we then ever go to the next step which is to be able to begin to love ourselves and then through acceptance of the self and love of the self we can then accept and love others and for myself it was all part of that that inner journey and without the experiences i have had i would not be the person i am sat speaking to you now and yeah how was it that you went about other than the fact that it comes from god it comes from above and it is always there for any of us to tap into and to channel through us what would you give as a as a good technique for somebody to use that is separated from love that doesn't feel that they have ever received it from anybody outside themselves and is coming to the understanding that perhaps it is required to love themselves first to parent themselves to protect themselves and nurture themselves before they are then able to see that outside and actually once they have it within they will no longer require it from another person. And once they no longer require it, they already have it, they will receive it. Because once again, the law of attraction, if you need it, then you won't have it. Once you have it, you will receive it. Right. Well, I think that most people that um, finally decide that they want to have start a self-mastery, love themselves, mm -hmm. Usually, it always starts with um, some type of a very low point in them in their life. Um, the and you, I know you've 
heard it several times, but the, the people who have the most wisdom, the most, you know, enlightened people are those that have gone through the darkest of times. And, you know, some people just don't ever get there or they haven't gone low enough. I've said that before, you know, it sounds harsh. How low can you go? Um, if, you know, certain people are, are not willing to wake up or they just ignore or they just go on in life, right? They just let life happen to them and they're, mm -hmm. they're completely oblivious to the fact that they can change and they don't even think about that. You know, I, I have to say, you know, maybe in those, in that aspect that they haven't experienced a very low point in their life. I just think that you do have to go low to want to um, look at what's broken and start to fix it, you know. Um, for, for me, it was a midlife crisis. <laughs> And I actually, when um, I start to tell my story, I felt like, you know, it's not strong enough. Like I didn't have a near death experience and, you know, no, nobody's going to care about my story. But, you know, I've realized that I do have a really good story because everybody can relate to it. Mm -hmm. Everybody can relate to my story because almost everybody goes through some type of midlife crisis and, and that can hit you hard. And for me, it did hit me very hard. And to the point where I felt like I really was at a self-hate and did not care one way or the other if I, you know, existed. And being, being connected to you for some time now, I'm aware of your story as you're of mine. And that was the same for me. It took going into complete darkness, giving up a lot of self-hatred, to the point where I didn't deserve to even exist and thinking, well, that's it. I've had enough. I give up. But life does not evolve through the desire to. It evolves through the requirement or necessity to evolve in order to survive. It's all to do with actually surviving as opposed to thriving, the evolutionary process. And humanity on a global scale is required to evolve very, very quickly before we actually extinguish and exterminate ourselves or have mother nature do it for us. This global situation is a very strong suggestion towards us all to look at ourselves, to look at the choices we make, to look within. And that is what is taking place. Everybody is spending more time with their loved ones at home. There's starting to look within more they're starting to ground more spend more time outside in nature there's less of a desire to chase that illusionary aspect of material wealth and look within at the true wealth that we all have within us and it does take as you say a, a certain type of person to want to actually face those demons and the darkness within to transcend them and as you know that's what I am honored and privileged in doing is, is finding parts that are lost in the darkness and bringing them back into the light. But there are so many that would rather live, as I've said in my journey, it was like living in a foggy maze. It was like I didn't know where I was going, what I was doing, everything was foggy. Not until I went into complete darkness could I see the direction the light was coming from, venture towards the light. And once I found the door that the light was coming through, I realized it required a key to open 
I could stay at the door looking at the light from under the crack forever, but I knew that to venture to the other side and experience that uh, true liberation, I had to open the door. So I went back into the fog, back into the maze, back into the darkness. Most people wouldn't. Most people would stay at the door. There's a little bit of light. I'll be okay. I'll just stay here. It takes a very strong-willed or determined or focused or knowing to go back into the darkness. But it also takes that feeling of not caring. Of I've been there before. What's the worst that could happen? You know, we're, between being born and dying, what's the worst that could happen? I'm going to die anyway. What's the worst that could happen? Nothing. I'll die. What's the worst that could happen? Nothing. I'll die. I'm going to die anyway. Let's go back. Let's make it the best it can be. Ventured back into the darkness, discovered the key, which was at the center of the maze. And as my foundation of teaching is, it's love. Love is the answer. It's love that is the key. A key that will unlock that door deep within and set not only you, but the whole world free. It's always love. And that is the foundation to it all. And if we were all taught that at school, if we were all aware of the potential that lies within to exist in whatever way we choose, then the world would already be the creation that we are together making the changes towards today. And whatever, you know, it, it doesn't matter, you know, you don't have to have a specific goal. You know, people, when they're trying to find themselves, they get lost in what it, what it is that they're supposed to do or what do they want to do. Or um, I, I just want to say that you don't have to have a specific anything. Just go toward what makes you feel good. Your, go toward love. And if you radiate the energy of love, if you feel love within, that's all you have to do. Love takes away all lack. Love takes away all the jealousy, the, the shame. It takes it all away. And that's because that's who we really are at the eternal level. We are love. And if you just focus on love, Focus on what you love. Focus on loving others non-judgmentally. Live a life of the energy of love. <laughs> and yes. all about, that's what I say, is that you just take that. Just take that with you every day. Meditate on it. And you can't go wrong. You can't go wrong because you will attract love into your life. Abundance of love. And we all know that materialistic things don't make us happy. Um, and, and, and truly, we can't look at it as um, a love, love of a relationship to make us happy. You have to have the love within, right? Mm -hmm. So just focus on being love. So a question to all the listeners right now. Would you rather be a half of a whole, being a person in a relationship, two halves creating a whole? You come together in unity and you create that bond and completion. Or would you rather complete yourself? And then being a complete version of yourself, connect with another complete being, another complete person that loves themselves in the same way. That is both able to then support and grow each other with the ability to actually separate and go your own way if required with the knowledge that you still love each other unconditionally 
the fact that you are parting ways does not mean that you love each other any less. It just means that your path, your calling, your purpose in this life is taking you on alternative paths. But there are certain paths that will always join back together. And it's the unconditional love which binds and glues and holds that, that connection in place. It is a beautiful way to, to live. And as you said, it's compassion for other people is always the, the best place to start. To do acts of kindness to another person, to see the love that you are able to ignite within them shine back upon you. To smile, a simple smile. If we could all tomorrow go outside and smile, the first person you see, they may look at you a bit strangely, which many people do. And many people actually have their faces covered these days, so you're unable to see that beautiful smile. But you can still look within their eyes and connect to their soul. And you can smile through your eyes. The eyes are the window to the soul, and they say more than any other area of the body or way of expression. Please go outside tomorrow and smile. Do one act of kindness to another person and see how quickly that, that comes back to you. Just simply giving it freely, just because you can, existing in that vibration of love, which is the foundation of it all. And for a very quick description of existence, in the duality-based concept, there is night and day, there is light and dark, there is love, and the separation of it. The reverse of love would be fear. There's love and fear, and everything else stems from it. In truth, there is only one. There is no night and day. There is just a cycle, a, a day, one day, one 24-hour unit of time that we have placed that measurement upon it. Darkness, likened to fear, is transcended by light, likened to love. There is no area of light that can be extinguished by darkness. If you have a darkened room, a single candle will illuminate that room, bringing light to it. No amount of darkness added to the room will actually take away the light of the candle. By lighting another candle, you don't take away the flame from the first, you actually further illuminate the room, adding more light, more positivity, and more perspective to the environment. That is what we are here to do, to one at a time ignite each other until we create a world of awakened and connected people that are centered in their own hearts and able to then reflect that out to others. Being a beacon of inspiration in the darkness, in the fog and the illusional aspect of the matrix. And it is, it's the, the foundation of the book that you have created. So I'd like to share the imagery to your book just very quickly, if you can go into a little bit more detail about it, if you're able to see it now. Yeah. Yes. So the book um, starts out, the first half of the book explains the scientific research and the spiritual, um, spirituality aspect of love. Um, there are actually over a dozen research um, studies that I have in this book, but the first half explains why we need to live in the vibration of love, in the frequency of love. And after the support and, um, you know, and I strongly suggest you to look up these researches, um, the, what I've provided, 
because I, I believe that um, your own research is way more powerful than anything I could give you. Beautiful. And so you're building the power of why, okay? So the first half of the book, actually it's probably more than um, the first half, um, but I really substantiate the why. And, I, and, I, I, and once you get the why, then what I do is I turn and I tell you how. And the book actually has a daily program that you can follow and it can fit easily busy lifestyle. Um, it covers an extensive uh, chapter on meditation, everything that you need to know about meditation. And another thing about my book is that anybody can pick this book up and you can understand it. You don't have to have any prior knowledge. I teach you, um, I'm sorry, I teach you from the ground up. Mm -hmm. And there's some information that we have access to within us. And you are, again, providing somebody that key to reconnect to that truth of who, of who they are. Yes, yes. And, but one of the most powerful chapters in the book, well, they're all pretty powerful. I mean, you, <laughs> anybody could read one chapter and, and, and have a life-changing experience. So there's, it's packed with information. But um, the, the chapter that I feel is is really important is the chapter on forgiveness because if you go down the road of self-love you have to really um get rid of the darkness and the demons in your life and forgive you need to forgive people um you you need if you there is a tab on my um web page at the top that says energy of love and that um Yep. And that tells everything that is in the book. Um, it did just win an award, a 2020 uh, Next Generation Indie Book Awards. Congratulations. <laughs> and it oh, was uh, the finalist in the self-help category. And so as you can see, it's got quantum mechanics, neuroplasticity, um, self-discovery, self-love. Um, meditation, forgiveness, and then you have the daily program. But the forgiveness chapter, what I was telling you about was that it's um, a program, it's an actual, believe it or not, how-to. <laughs> mm -hmm. But I have, I actually have a program called the five-step process of release. And it talks you through how to take an event that happened in your life and change it, actually cultivate it and change it. And through law of attraction, through the studies of energy and vibration, if you follow the five-step process of release, you will absolutely change the energy around that particular event that has haunted you for your life. Um, so... There's a lot of really good things in this book, and, and anybody can pick it up. It's, it's not um, religious-specific. You can take any religion and interpret it. What's the true religion? Um, love. Yes, <laughs> the one true religion. Yeah. I think it's love. And the only commandment is love yourself and everybody else. 
But in truth, freedom of choice means that you don't have to do anything. You don't have to read the book. You don't have to make the changes. You don't have to have the commitment to self to go on that inner journey. You can exist in whatever way you choose. To exist as a victim, to exist feeling separated from love, although it may feel that it is otherwise, the truth is there is a choice. I can speak firsthand going from somebody who was 18 stone of muscle and anger and hatred. I was fueled by hatred. I hated myself. I despised myself. And as a result, I hated life. I hated everything in it. I was very much an egoic, separate I. Everybody else outside me was a potential threat, something to be fearful of. I needed to be big and strong to project myself in such a way to keep myself safe. And I was in the mindset that people that were any different to me were wrong in whatever way it was. And it all was a fear that the ego was using as a way of keeping in control. The ego's form of sustenance is conscious energy, and I gave it all of the time and energy it needed to grow into this big, massive, separate I am. And it took that death, that ego death, which I, I don't teach ego death, I teach ego compromise, but the, the, the acceptance that I give up, that I've tried and tried and tried and tried, and now I'm in such a deep hole of despair and darkness I went to such a deep rest, which is what depression is, as you well know, that I just, just like give up. And looking, it wasn't until I stopped trying that I accepted everything that was and then looked for an alternative way. Sometimes we have to stop trying. We have to give up. And just because you've taken your entire life to, to learn something which no longer benefits you or to develop a relationship which actually is hindering you or holding you back, it doesn't mean you need to spend the rest of your life walking that same path. Everything is your choice. And the choices that you make now will decide the future that you live. Yes, you're a result of all of your past events, experiences, and all situations that you have been present within, whether you've created them yourself in that egoic context or had somebody else do it to you. But once again, in truth, you create it all because it's all part of your journey, your life story. You are the author and you are the person casting the character within your book in whatever way that you choose. Character of lack and limitation will never walk the path of abundance and joy and bliss. It's just foundationally impossible. Vibrationally is outside of the ability to experience. We are that which we are and we vibrate in harmony with that which we experience. And the foundation to it all, once again, is love. Beautiful. This is the state we naturally want to be in. And when you, when you were talking about your lows, and, and, and in general, everybody, I mean, that feeling of being tense and in resistance, it doesn't feel good. And so if you're in that state for a long period of time, at some point, you are going to have that feeling of, I just give up because you just can't take it anymore. Are you ever in a state of love and you're in a state of love for a long period of time and you say, oh, I just give up. I can't take, <laughs> I can't take any know, more love. You know, no, that doesn't happen. <laughs> happen. 
So, I mean, it, that tells you, I'm just mm. making the point that that is proof mm -hmm. right there. Just look at yourself. You want to be in a state of love and peace and harmony. All of the vibrations that are love and above are where we really want to be, naturally. It's like a fish wanting to be in the water. If you take a fish out of the water, it may not know that it's out of the water because it may not realize that it's actually in the water. It has no understanding of the water. It just exists in the water. But you take it out of the water, it knows with every ounce of its being, it wants to go back to the water. It wants to be in the water. It wants to be part of the water. That is what love is. Hmm, yes, beautiful, exactly. beautiful imagery. Yeah, I like that. It's true. Yeah. And we, and if we pay attention, we always know when we're out of that vibration. It doesn't feel good. And right. I think I'm living in that state. <laughs> and it's what leads to all forms of disease because once again, love is our foundational core vibration. If we're out of love, we're out of ease. We're out of harmony. And then when we're in a disease, we create within the physical body all forms of disease. It all comes from stress and anxiety and any form of negative energy that is housed within the physical body, which then creates those illnesses, sicknesses, those states of disease, which we then experience. And as we have discussed in the past, and as I have first-hand knowledge of as well that if we limit our love to one person then we limit our ability to experience love to that one person whereas if we take down all barriers of separation doesn't matter where you're from who you are what sex you are what nationality you are the color of your skin what religion you believe in what you do for a job what you believe or what you've achieved whoever you are around the world i love you because that way I'm not limited to love anywhere. I can go everywhere and feel that state of love because I am that love and I can see it in each and every one of you because I know that that is you as well and at your core, you are love. And I would strongly... Anybody that believes themselves to be completely void of love, after we spoke last week about narcissism, and narcissistic tendencies and qualities and relationship connections and ties and how to break these. And the fact that love dissolves all separation and it does require a very strong will, but we can, we can transcend any limitation put in front of us because it is just an aspect of reality that we have in some way, shape or form created. I challenge anybody to come to me with a conversation that I cannot bring you back to that state of love within. doesn't matter what you've done because I can see you and I know who you are. And I open up to anybody to come with any form of story because that's what it is, just a story that you tell yourself that you've then cast limitations and judgments upon yourself and confined and condemned yourself to, to walk within a certain parameter of existence because that's what you're worthy of doing because of past events. Yes, the past helped to bring you to where you are today. But where you are today is exactly where you need to be in order to move forward from to where it is you are going. And it's the choice you make now that will decide the rest of your life. Yes. Choose it, love. It does, it, um, does take time. It doesn't happen overnight. 
And um, for, for me, it, it, it never ends, right? I mean, you, you can never say you've arrived. No. So <laughs> at, at what level or how high are you willing to go? And at what level are you, do you start at? You know, um, it's, it's, I'm, I'm grateful to say that I'm always working on it. Yeah. I, 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 I love learning more and I love these conversations and never, you never want to believe that you know it all. You put yourself in the box. It's, it's all about learning and growing forever. Mm-hmm. If you believe you know it all, then in truth, you know nothing at all. and it is it's it's the continual forgetting of what you knew the day before so you can learn afresh every day it's that childlike wonderment and ability to see life as an exciting adventure every day what are we going to learn today what's going to happen today oh if you think you know what's around the corner what's the point in taking it and yes life has lots of twists and turns and ups and downs but it's the ups and downs which bring the pleasure to the roller coaster ride that is life and the waves of existence, which we surf upon as opposed to going under. Because if you do go under, it can crash down upon you and keep you under, especially if you are holding on to negative situations of the past. Again, particularly ones that you have created yourself or that you feel at blame for, particularly in the hurting of another person, let's say. Guilt is like holding on to a heavy weight that will weigh you down in every way. And the, the seas of life, picture life for a moment. Close your eyes and picture this as a visualization. Life is like being at sea. When the oceans are calm, you're able to float easily and effortlessly upon the surface of the sea, the surface of that water, as it supports your body, allowing you to feel weightless. But that beautiful sun shining down upon your face. And there you can remain for as long as the elements allow it. And when the storms of life come along, the issues which bring with them the winds and the rain, those turbulent and testing times, it becomes difficult just to float. So we start to tread water. If you then put weights in your pocket, holding on to negative experiences of the past, holding on to guilt and self, self-created pressures and limitations, then you are placing yourself in that position of limitation, of lack. Holding on to those weights of the past, they will drag you under. And if you go under, then you will find it very difficult to come back up without actually letting go of those weights first. This is where friendship comes in. A friendship is a vessel that two friends create together. A friend and a friend create a ship, a friendship. If they're built out of mutual love and respect for one another, It's like being built out of two halves of the same material. They will sail and withstand any storms. And they provide a safe and secure place for either party to climb on board, knowing the other person will steer that ship in the true direction, the direction which is always governed and guided by love. 
if they are built out of a difference of opinion without a love for one another, but actually just an egoic desire. As an example, if you have a friendship which was based around partying and then you go your own way and stop doing that, living that life and your friend wants you to return so that they can go out and party with you again and feel justified in their choices in life, it's like, like the ship is built out of two different materials. Bolted together, it will float, but the first storm that comes along will split it. You need to be aware of what you're holding on from past and also who you actually put your faith and trust within to support you in those times of need. But in truth, the biggest support, the biggest, the person that you will always have cheering in your corner is yourself because it's only truly ever yourself that you can rely on 100% of the time. You can rely on people always but if they are in a position that they can't hold on to their own happiness then they're only ever going to drop yours because they'll be trying to hold on to their own to be able to then have any chance to hold on to yours it all comes back to the self self-love self-love and then projecting and mirroring that love to everybody else beautiful So as well as the book, I did bring up the the socials. Your um, let's get them back up a minute. Your Facebook page. Here we go. So if anybody wishes to find you, there is your Facebook community, which teaches love above all else. <laughs> Yeah, so my um, social media um, name, I go by Love Just Is, and I have all the major um, social media, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, um, and on LinkedIn. So, um, and, and it's all under Love, Love Just Is, and that is my website, lovejustissjw.com. Um, and... That's because love just is. is. (laughs) And so when I started writing Energy of Love, I started my social media um, in 2014, I believe, and um, started that as, of course, I didn't know the title of my book that I was writing, and I didn't know Energy of Love until after I started all my social media, which I'm, I'm fine. I love my title of love justice because it truly is powerful in itself. Um, we are all just love. <laughs> and um, yes. I don't have a title for my next book. Um, I hope, um, I, I know that it's definitely gonna be uh, powerful in a, in a way that it will <laughs> love levels. <laughs> It's, it's adding that comical aspect always as well. Dropping love bombs on everyone, everywhere you go. Beautiful. Exactly. Exactly. And I love to share on my social media other people's um, stuff that they have. I mean, it's powerful. It's, there's mm-hmm. so many powerful um, light workers, way showers. Um, there's many names for, for, for it. <laughs> Yeah. Um, 
I, I, I like to call myself a light worker. I just resonate with that title. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the shining light. And I, I wholeheartedly believe that. So. Being that beacon of light, that lighthouse to guide others back home to their infinite aspect of self. Yes. Beautiful. Yes. Yeah. Beautiful. Is there anything further you would like to add to bring a closure to today's amazing episode? <laughs> well, I, I just did want to um, say about um, my next book coming up. Mm-hmm. Um, did start writing it, like I said, and I think that it's going to help people. There's a lot of people now that are in that um, needing to get more, needing to go higher. Um, and in all reality, we're all where we're supposed to be. But I still think that um, there's a lot of information that kind of stops where, um, how do you take it to the next level? Like, you know, um, the people get, are really getting on board with self-love. And um, I, I feel like we need something I'm, I'm glad that I can be a part of sharing what I feel and what I know. And I really hope that it can impact others to get them thinking about the next level of love, which is not just self-love. It's true unconditional love and being able to um, live in alignment with God and, and really think about from a creator, from our source creator level of where there is absolutely no need, no attachments, there's no lack there. Um, really thinking and diving in and having the uh, very thought-provoking um, sessions or whatever, just, just think about what it is really like to go to that level and, and, um, and try, and let's just try it, right? <laughs> let's just try it. Why not? What have you got to lose? As I said before, life is a gift. You're born and then you die. That's the two things we all have in common. The third thing is that we are all able to, and at our core, we are all love. We're able to feel love. We're able to express love. Why not return back to home, back to the self, back to your true self? Between being born and dying, the gift of life, there is that same destination we are all traveling towards. It doesn't matter where you're going. We're all going the same way. It's the enjoyment of the journey that takes us there, which will define the person you are, the story that you leave behind. Will it be a story that generations will tell, for people will tell for generations to come, a story of inspiration, or will it be a story of limitation, a story of separation? is love is always love return back to love any question what's the answer love okay yeah makes sense it's always love return to love return to yourself and then you're able to experience that and express it with those around you and yeah i'm very much looking forward to to being able to hear and see your new book because i feel that you will there will also be an auditory 
version of it because that's the way we're going to allow people the opportunity to experience your beautiful information without the requirement to actually read it. It's giving somebody a more bite-sized and easy to ingest way of actually utilizing that information. That's just why I just saw you putting it all into an audio context. So beautiful. Thank you. Susan. Thank you once again. It's been an absolute privilege to have you on the show and to, to catch up again. Thank you for who you are and everything you do, for being that beacon of inspiration and expressing the truth of who you are, for sharing your journey and inspiring others upon theirs. It is a true privilege. I thank you from the bottom of my heart. You're so welcome. It's been a a joy and a privilege to be a part of the show. So thank you. What an absolutely beautiful experience. Susan, thank you once again. And if anybody has any questions for myself or for Susan, then please reach out to us on either of our socials. And we are together now liberating the self to then go forward and liberate everybody else. If you're still listening to this, then I thank you. I thank you for taking the time, creating the space in time to listen to this show. And I ask that you please share it with everybody that it may assist. As well as being a radio show on Vibesolate FM, I have now actually launched the Midday Mindfulness as a podcast, which is available on all platforms. So go over to whichever one that you prefer to actually listen to, receive your, your podcast. It is housed on Red Circle and it is there always to listen to. And we will continue to create and release the inspirational, educational, motivational and meditational content that we do. And I will be turning it all into a YouTube series. Please support me in supporting you. Head over to YouTube, to Cosmic Surfer, and subscribe to the channel. We are just about to launch a third weekly instalment with a modern day mindfulness. So it's bringing a series, a week by week, step by step, series of videos which lead on one from the next and deliver a very, very easy to use and easy to understand information, techniques, tricks and tips to carry with you as you go forward, creating the world of your dreams through walking that path, the path of your creation, path of liberation, liberation for the self and everybody else. Thank you. Now and forever, we are in this together. United we stand and together we rise. I love you. I see you. I understand and appreciate you. I am with you. And I thank you. And until next time, namaste.